June 3rd, 2015, and you're listening to the Good Times Podcast. This is your host, Jeff, and here's my co-host, Crawley. Say hi, Crawley. Hi, everyone. Tonight's episode, this is our seventh episode, and it is called The Truth is Cheesy, because it is. We are, in, we are inspiring and motivational, and that's some cheesy shit, but it's still true. <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight out there in the internet land? Are you doing awesome? Yeah, yeah we're awesome. We're Excellent. Okay. We're okay out here. And so our format of the show, I don't know if anybody's noticed. Initially, we were going to do um, an interview every episode. And then it just kind of came together that we were doing an interview every second episode. So every second episode, you just get to hear me and Crawley shooting the shit. Which... Yeah. It's like uh, if we got on the phone and had a conversation and recorded it and put it on the internet and people fucking listen to it because that's funny. And you eavesdrop because because you're weird, twisted perverts, and there's something wrong with you. Don't scare off the four people, man. Come on. Three of them. One of them hates us already. Yeah, that's right. That guy's such an asshole. We're going to make him a fan by the end of this thing, I bet you. It's probably Ennis. He's just <laughs> sitting there, like, hating on the whole thing. Yeah. What if only Facebook had a downvote button. I'm just joking. Love you, Ennis. All right, so in tonight's episode, we were just hoping to cover some creative energy, maybe spread the word of the project, see if anybody else wants to get involved, and talk about some shit that's going on in the channel. So we're going to open up. I think we're going to talk a little bit about your photography, Crawley. Uh, yeah, you can call it my photography. I'm just a guy with a camera. <clears throat> I don't have any uh, discernible talent. I just like to take pictures of my kids a lot. You don't want to get compared to professional photographers and criticize? No, I don't. No, I don't. No, I'm just a newbie, man. Just a newbie farting around with an old SLR. And that's pretty much the whole tone of this good time shit anyways. We are not professional podcasters, but we will make podcasts. And maybe Can you over tell? time... Can we you might tell? Be, maybe over time we might be able to trick you into thinking we know what we're doing. Once we get a soundboard with like fart noises and stuff, we'll be right up there with uh, FM radio. I just want our soundboard to be the Fortune Boxatron, and we'll just like hit yeah, it randomly. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and this, and this, when we want new sounds, we will simply expand the Fortune Boxatron with new Slayer recordings, or maybe yeah. even other people's recordings. I think uh, Drew would be a funny one to add to that. Yeah, I'm sure those files are kicking around. Like from the from, what he uh, at? Yeah, from the what he at. That's it. We have to get, we should make both of them web-based and we'll just, or like some weird little thing on, I don't know, some Windows app so you can press the buttons while we're recording episodes. Yeah, we're looking into anyway. We can uh, ask him to do that and see if he's up for it. I make suggestions to Stris and he says either, that's an awesome idea or, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's just him being nice and saying go fuck yourself He's, he says the nicest go fuck yourself of anybody i feel like mm-hmm. if i asked you or slayer something and you want me to go fuck myself you will simply say go fuck yourself actually yeah whenever i get really drunk i have a tendency to call fog and harass the shit out of his phone and i'm <laughs> pr- pretty sure he's blocked me at this point there's like certain times <laughs> of the day where he doesn't receive my calls anymore i need to find mm-hmm. a way around it 
That's funny. I once climbed a tree and sang a song to his answering machine. It was beautiful. <laughs> I always uh, sing songs to people's voicemails. It's fun. Yeah, yeah, we, we have that in common. I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> we don't break it into song more on this thing, really. So, all right, let's. Uh, you're doing some courses right now to increase your... No, I just finished a course. It was just a basic photography course. I mean, I just did it as a hobby kind of thing. It was fun. I did learn a bunch from it, and I am going to take what I learned and get better, and that's the whole idea. Anything in particular from the course? No, just more about uh, sweet little tricks that your camera can do that you know you don't really realize until someone who has been doing it professionally for many years will tell you, right? So, so you you've learned how to masturbate yourself with your camera. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. But no, and I don't know. Simple things like focusing on your on your subject and then holding. When you focus on on a subject with your camera, you hold your trigger button halfway down, and then you can move it, you can pan it, and it keeps that depth of field so you can actually frame your picture better. I've always under the the impression you had to point and shoot at a location. So it uh, a simple thing like that that just help make better pictures. So I'm working with that every day, every every time I pull up my camera. Which has pretty much been our approach to everything. As anybody listening to this podcast has probably noticed, we don't really know what we're doing, but we try to get a little better every time. So uh, we'll take that as a great symbolic um, gesture. And anybody who wants to get involved in the Good Times Project, but might be sitting on the fringes, intimidated by our awesomeness, we're, we're not really as awesome as we pretend to be. And you can just jump in and be shitty until you're better. Yeah, exactly. So we'll consider that a general call out to the artists of the world. Actually, I think a few of the painters and digital types are working on some images. Maybe we should probably find a way to get some of their work up. Or maybe we could attach like good timer artist pictures to the podcast as the image for the podcast and promote their stuff that way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Each episode we could uh, upload one of their pictures as as the the file for that episode. In the same vein that we wanted to get. Uh, we wanted to get musicians be featured at the end of each episode. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was, um, was actually talking to my friend Giles earlier. So hopefully we'll be able to play a tune from The Undesirables. Or, sorry, I don't think there's a the from Undesirables at the end of this episode. Yeah, that that's cool, man. I can't wait to hear In it. In terms of like people who do like um, like visual art, I know Penn is working on some new pictures. And like Slim is always working on something. Jarfish probably is. And the last time I was talking to JR, and he used to do some of our uh, comics on the old blog, he said that he had something in the works for us as well. So perhaps we, yeah, it's just probably a really good idea to figure out a way to get them out there if they start getting some stuff that they want seen. And uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess this will encourage other people if they want to get in with their art, promote their art. Actually, um, I was recently joined a kind of like do-it-yourself uh, Facebook group and uh, through a, a mutual friend of ours. And I've, just, I've been privy to a lot of just incredible art of a variety of types that's been going through that thing. It's been added to my feed. I'm not usually a big fan of Facebook groups, but that thing has just been neat. It's a cool group of people to kind of be surrounded around. So mm -hmm. I've been tossing our podcast up on that. I don't know if anybody's listening. But if you are, awesome. And if you've listened to them all and got a handle on the scope of what the Good Times Project is all about and you want to get more involved, just let us know. And, yeah, we're not that hard to find. you got to be careful with that word, art, too, because a lot of people tend to think it's saved for a certain 
type of person, an artist per se. But uh, in reality, man, we're all artists, right? Well, that is a cheesy message of the episode. Right. right. That is the cheesy <laughs> truth. Everybody is a creator of some sort, for sure. Yeah, I mean, at Good Times, we've kind of just take everybody on the same level, too. Whatever, whatever shit you do, you can do better. And whatever shit you do, you can help somebody else do better. And we had our last episode, actually, um, we had Ennis on here. I assume you had to listen. And Ennis is uh, helping us run a Facebook fan page called the Newfoundland Music Scene. And as anybody who follows that would probably notice, we share events from just about anybody who shares with us an event to share. And we don't take into account if that's a Newfoundland band with 10,000 followers or one with 12 followers. You know, if we get your event, we'll share your event. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Even though I hate Facebook, fuck your Facebook. Fuck you right in your face, book. You can hate Facebook. And I will. I am a great lover of Facebook, like few. And I I enjoy creating little fan pages and groups and doing stuff with it. Um, Less so groups. But uh, having you you locked away on IRC is not a bad thing anyways. Because anybody on Facebook that's really been missing you has to listen to the podcast. Yeah. I don't know. I suppose. Whatever. You're the social media. You're the social media butterfly behind this, not me. <laughs> we can <laughs> use your uh, personality as bait to get people on IRC, like Slayer. <laughs> yeah, he's still around, right? Yeah, well, he's back to work right now. So that's oh, why we right, get Slayer's right. like basically on IRC for three weeks and then gone for two. It's kind of yeah. his routine. Mm-hmm. It, it actually it impacts our D and D game a lot more than it impacts IRC projects because he is in our campaign and his character has to leave occasionally and go off on his own little missions, and then he just pops back in when he gets back. Does he, like, go to a cave and sleep? We don't know what he does. He's a he's a bard, and he's a demon, and they're, I don't know, he's tricky. He's up to tricky things. He can scratch his kneecaps without bending down and... Yeah, yeah, some really weird stuff. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of charisma in that party, because I'm a, I'm a rogue. Yeah. And Pud yeah, yeah. is a cleric, but he's a cleric of trickery with some social skills for manipulation. We basically just steal everything all the time, everywhere. Who do I know that's like that? Someone. Someone exists in this reality who has those characteristics. That's a, a natural rogue? IRL. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's funny. I tend to think of Drew as a ranger. Like, he's like a real-life ranger. I just imagine him like doing things like, like Aragorn would do in the woods. When you say ranger, I think it's like telling kids to put out their campfires yeah it's because you're you're not geeky enough with the fantasy <laughs> you know it's like, like like aragorn in the in the when is he's first encountered in lord of the rings not like when he's like shiny and a king right so he doesn't go around stamping out campfires <laughs> you're telling me. no and nor, nor am i trying to say i still think drew could be a shiny king that was not trying to say he's not yeah but don't forget don't don't forget though forest fires is not a laughing matter right so properly extinguish your campfires people unless you really need a light yeah unless you really want to see the world burn some men just want to see the world burn that was from uh batman and robin 1960 yeah i think so well Heath Ledger died in like the early 70s right yeah somewhere around there from a, from a funk overdose uh i love that character <laughs> he's a pretty good joker yeah. but uh like speaking to like we wandered off quite a bit but like whatever but talking about like the artists and the create what the artists create and by artists i mean like really anybody you're all creators makers people who make things and a big chunk of good times so just like jumping in and being willing to 
like basically, you know, I, maybe I don't know exactly what I'm doing. I'm certainly not a, a podcaster, but I have the the willingness to risk learning. That's a thing. Yeah, but it's also just putting yourself out there too. Like a lot, like Anna said last episode when I asked him if he had any uh, musical projects on the go, he said he's got a lot on the go, but not much that hears the light of day. <clears throat> so just reminds me of what it's like to make stuff or draw stuff, write stuff. People are not willing to share that because it really puts yourself out there, right? Well, and this was, I think, one of the big things that pushed the for the last blog was the idea that we had all these people in the channel that were making and creating things, like, you know, like Mythical and Stress and it just, you know, the guys were making stuff. And we wanted to, to put all their stuff together in one feed so that people could see that it was coming out of this kind of like... Um, like not that the projects themselves were necessarily collect necessarily collective, but they were coming out of a kind of collective environment. If these people had, um, I know, a social structure to lean on, and I I, I take a lot of comfort in that, mm-hmm. and I wanted to help them get that out there. And like my main talents are in, um, I guess, in writing, and then just the kind of weird social glue that I perform yeah. function as. Yeah. But but anyway, so we started the uh, the last blog basically to try to just put people's stuff out there and it just and as more people got involved it grew into something quite big but not only that what also started to happen was that you started to see these um, like social like events where the 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 culture wasn't just online like it was it became more represented or a voice of a culture that existed in real life mostly in st john's yeah but with pockets here and there mm-hmm. but for, furthermore the content became um, more collaborative over time. So you see people start to come together and work on projects together. And I think that's one of the big things I'd like to push with good times going forward. And it's where this podcast comes from and it's where Ultimate Hunger Games comes from. And a lot of the stuff that we do, or the best stuff that we do, is these kind of unexpected mergers of talents. You know? Right. So strength in numbers, people. Strength in numbers. Yeah, just like risk it and jump in and get involved. And, I love the you know, idea. Help somebody of, out. I love the idea of featuring a different musician in every episode and possibly get a different uh, digital artist, different photographer as a you know par- part of the podcast every episode. And it can always be switching up and change it, and it'll be really cool. yeah, and totally. I mean, like we have quite a few people within Good Times that have these talents, but we're certainly not limited limited to showcasing their work. Well, you know anybody that's in the periphery, connected, just part of a culture that we're involved in, just anybody, really. we got no problem putting people's stuff out there. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, the easiest way to create, honestly, is just to grab a camera and walk around your hometown, your neighborhood, and just start snapping pictures of, of things that, uh, you know, catch your eye. Yeah, I, mean, I think your photography is coming together awesome. Man. When you, You'd be surprised by the end of it, right? You, you take a thousand pictures, and then you come out with a dozen that you, you really like yourself. And so how about you had any thoughts of using your um, newfound photography skills to start or get involved in any kind of good times project nah. any collaborations you could think of? No, I mean, I'm willing to uh, like I've got a, a, you know, thousands and thousands of pictures on my on my computer here. So if we ever need something, you let me know. I bet you I have it, <laughs> especially when it comes to Grand Falls, because I've taken pictures of every corner of that town. And I plan on doing that again this year. So if we ever need a new uh, cover photo for an episode or whatever, definitely. 
Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, pretty, probably a really good idea. Um, we've mostly been kind of stretching for finding random pictures, so that's a yeah. whole other thing that we can contribute. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and it's just another example of, like, not only collaboration, but making use of, like, um, um, making use of what we've accomplished to promote somebody else's stuff. Like, we joke about having you know, four people listening. Realistically, we probably have a couple of dozen people listening. What? Maybe as we get better with this, we start to get numbers. That are, I don't know if we'll see the numbers that the blog used to see, but perhaps, you know, who knows, whatever. But no matter what size we get this thing to, we're certainly willing to push other people's work. That's half of the idea behind it. Yeah. I mean, there's more people on Earth now since that whole blog period, so, you know. Uh, yeah, that's certainly <laughs> true. I think the biggest thing I think that's changed in my thinking about this is, like, the blog became um, super content-driven, and it became a lot of work just maintaining traffic and pushing the blog for the sake of the blog. And I think it, like, it, it started to burn people out because we couldn't have people slacking, basically. So like the big change in the approach to the Good Times Project this time is it doesn't have that push to it. Like We're just taking our time, leisurely, doing stuff. People want to make things and help out. Awesome. If you're having a meltdown or you don't feel like you have the time, no biggie. You know, Check in later. Yeah. And... Like the other thing I think is like the realization that things, the collaborative things have bigger impact. Like I think people get enough content from the, the, you know, the shit that they already follow, their Facebook feeds or Twitter feeds, their Tumblr feeds. Like they're getting a constant barrage of um, different social media shit, trying to get them to follow that outlet to show off whatever the hell that it particularly makes. So I guess like the big thing that I would like to see good times offer uniquely is less about just demonstrating talent as it is the inviting that talent to get involved with creating with other people, especially unexpected connections. Like, and that's like Good Times is a weird combination, mostly of coders and artists. Yeah. You know, and my background's in social theory, and, and I tend to dream big. I come up with big projects. I want to make big social impact and do crazy shit. But you don't have to get involved in anything at that scale. I mean, jump in and make a make a game, make a piece of writing. You know, it doesn't it doesn't need to be monumental in its impact. Open up a MS Paint program and draw a picture of somebody you hate. Yeah, well, I mean, it will probably be it'll probably be crawling. <laughs> yeah, you draw pictures of me with my especially if you're that guy that hates us. Big fucking nose and my stupid bushy eyebrows and all that stuff. I'm looking at you, Ennis. <laughs> Squinty eyes. If there isn't a picture of me drawn in paint by the end of this week, I'm going to be very sad. Well, I guess we can probably start wrapping this thing up. Now, I'd like to mention to everybody that we're going to be playing Ultimate Hunger Games again this weekend. I believe probably Saturday night. So if you're interested, pop into the IRC channel and get involved. Um, So far, the Ultimate Hunger Games has been just a terrific hit in the crowd. Everyone that's played it has had a really good time. And we have a, a, like a daydream of kind of turning it into maybe an episode or a show that'll eventually be on the, the blog. And I know both Stris and Penn have entertained little um, systems, basically, that are going to allow this to work a little bit better. But, again, we're working at a leisurely pace, so that might not happen overnight. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool, man. I'd like to partake in one of those one of these days. But due to the time difference, it always makes it hard for me for whatever reason. I'm always busy. Yeah, well, it's also, it's a little early for you, and we tend to be drunk when we pop. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I pop in, and I'm sober. I'm like, I knew why I knew. I knew why you do this. And then I pop back out. And... Most of us just get lightly drunk. 
Ennis makes a, a complete, complete mess of himself. And it's, it's, it's just sad. That's fucking Clarenville, man. That's, that's, <laughs> it's got him destroyed. Ennis is going to kill us. We've just been fucking with him this whole episode. By us, I mean me. But, but serious, I have, I've heard of Clarenville taking good people in and spitting them back out. Just the way it is. Fucking shitty. Well, he better not mess with his looks because he's a beautiful man. <laughs> he needs a mullet. We should probably thank Fog. He is the one who got us up on the Apple Store, where you can follow us now. And I'm not going to do, I don't want to do that thing where we're like, subscribe, follow us, blah, 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 yeah, because yeah. I feel like everything on the internet does that. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Touch this part of the screen right here and subscribe. Oh. Yeah, so if you like our shit and you want to follow us, awesome. And if you don't, then that's awesome too. Fuck you. Passes on to your parents or something, or your sister. Yeah, yeah. Your little brother. We're, your little brother might want to go grab a camera and draw a picture of me and MS Paint. We're just we're just trying to create a democratic creativity, some crazy movement without grievance, burn as bright as we can before the darkness, and make a friendship club of happy hugging acceptance. I don't I don't know why you would want the world to have that in it. <laughs> Eventually we want to take over the world, right? Isn't that the plan? Eventually I would if me honestly, I would like this thing to have a bunch of projects in it that are all contributing to some kind of group pot and people are voting on shit. And that's, it's like my, my biggest issue with this entire society, and I don't have a lot because I think it's mostly awesome, but I think people don't live democratically. Like we like we vote, and we hope that these one of these old rich white guys that all went to the same school is gonna somehow represent us because they're a member of some party, and that's gonna that's democracy. It happens on TV, and I think that that's ridiculous. Like I think if we want democracy in our lives, we gotta vote on shit in our lives. And I only the best way I know how to do that is through creating bullshit with my friends and <laughs> trying to find some way to vote on what we do with the success. And pretending it's important, right? Yeah, well, it's, that's all you do with anything is pretend that it's important. <laughs> I mean, like getting up in the it, morning, man. I got to get up this morning because I have something important to do, right? Well, some people like to think. Or some, no, some people hear my bullshit and they think my stuff's really dark because I got this kind of morbid. It's the existentialism in it. it existentialism in it. Where I'll say, you know, like, well, we're all going to die and nothing means anything anyways. And it's like, oh, no, it's so morbid and depressing. And I'm like, no, you're missing the next step. Because the next step is that you have an opportunity to exist and you get to create whatever meaning you want in the world. So it's just like burn as bright as you can before the darkness because fuck the darkness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you were kind of reminding me of Shea LaBeouf's uh, video that he released this week. Is that how you pronounce his name? Shea LaBeouf? LaBeouf. Oh, I am Shia LaBeouf. I want you to do uh, things now. Or whatever his inspirational video was. Sorry, I didn't mean to take away from your thunder there. All good, man. This is me. I need somebody to knock me down when I'm getting on my motivational bullshit speeches. <laughs> but not. I wasn't trying to knock you down. I was just doing a simple comparison. He, he was ridiculous. You sound reasonable. I don't know if I'm that reasonable. I don't, but I don't think anything is reasonable. So you know, if I'm not reasonable, then I'm just in the choir. I'm joining the orchestra of unreasonableness. I'll send you an angry text when you start getting unreasonable, okay? As passive, as aggressive as I can. Yeah, and you just say it to me. Be like, Jeff, fuck off. You're being unreasonable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd probably do something more like that. I don't know. It's like, this whole good times thing is just such a fake it until you make it awesome. You know, you, Life is what you make believe it. Yeah. So you want to cut to a song by the Undesirables, hey? That is the plan. Okay, so from what I can see, they're up on Bandcamp as well. Bandcamp's a wonderful website. I love it for independent artists. Um, oh, hang on a second. Also, um, when I was 
asking Giles if he was cool with me playing a song for him. He also mentioned that I should tell the world that the albums that they have are free at Fred's Records if you're in St. John's. What? I'm flying there tomorrow. Getting my fucking free records. I love free shit, especially when it's music. Yeah, like I don't even know what this system is. Like I don't know Fred Record Fred's Records routinely gives away the f- albums of like free albums of local artists. It's probably just an no EP, a promo EP, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's awesome, and whoever's behind that is just a great person and deserves hugs. Okay, so I'm looking at their uh, their Bandcamp right now, undesirables.bandcamp.com. They have a 16-track album, and I haven't listened to any of them yet, and that's my bad, but it's even better. We're just going to cut to the song Burned at the Stake because it's 3 minutes and 43 seconds. I like that number, 343. They make Halo now. Is that okay? All right. Well, I hope you guys all enjoyed our episode. And the truth is super cheesy, so eat some cheese, have some wine with it. Go grab a fucking camera and take some pictures of some shit. Yeah, IRC, join us on IRC. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Like it's 1993. Fnet, good times. Get on there. Okay. Good times, Jeff. We'll see you next week, bud. Well, we should probably mention the URL for the blog. Oh, right. The blog. GTblog.ca. Right. You know, at the moment, I think we're the only thing that's coming out of the channel to the blog. Right. So if you, if you found this podcast, you, you don't really need the, the blog URL. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you're subscribed through the iTunes I serve. I fucking don't care. Apple, 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 marijuana. <laughs> All right. All right. Oh, it's gtblog.ca. Yeah, I already said that, you fucking twat. Did I? Oh, man, I zoned out totally. It's okay. Let's, my... let's cut to that song, Burned at the Stake by Undesirables. Everybody, don't forget, undesirables.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Thank you.